Now it works. Oh, yeah. Vajigraphone check. One, two. What is this? Dun, da, dun, da, dun. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario brought to you by Vajigraphones. You know, uh, I think you already know that I am your host, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the rap scallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Uh, with me, as always, the man we cannot do without, Adam Strange, Adam Who Strange, Truth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Yeah, it's not bad sound quality, it's punk rock. That's right, sir. And, uh, you know, we all kind of have to look over our shoulder this episode because corporate uh, sent somebody down live from the offices of Cherry Lunchington. Pleasure she to be here. is back. Uh, repeat scowler Cherry Lunchington is here from corporate and uh, she's going to HR us in, you know, any way that we see. Uh, but, you know, we appreciate her bringing down these vajigraphones. It's we, all about risk management, guys. Yes, You know what? You're right. And it keeps us on the air. And we don't want to be super problematic other than, you know, how we already are. You know, more than, like, drinking on the job or using racist accents or, you know, like, having opinions that were developed in the late 80s and early 90s. And you completely know? not edified in fact or... Knowledge. That's not what we kinds. do. That's yeah. not what we do here. And you know what? Corporate signed up for this. Uh, you know, well, shout out I to our beer the, sponsor. The board was going through some things then, but and we're, we're working through it. That's true. You know, it was pre-pandemic. So uh, that being said, uh, everything that we do here is questionable. I don't know that that counts as a disclaimer, but it's what's happening. And I would just like to say happy birthday to the offices of Jerry Lunchington. Thank you. Whoever that may be. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, do y'all want to start with, like, the fun shit or the dark shit? Like, we could start with, like... Ooh, I have a, a quick thing to get out of the way. All right. Well, then let's let's do the fucking we, house We cleaning. discussed Ivanka... Or, sorry, Ivana. Ivana. We yeah, went last through week. that, yeah. Her funeral was apparently half, roast. half empty. Oh, really? I heard it was, like, a fucking roast. Uh, I, I just saw that there's, like, one photo, and they, the, the headline was, like... Ivana Trump's funeral, less than half empty. And then it's like a picture of a big empty room. Okay, but let me ask you this. Do you think that Trump was like, take down the magnetometers and then people will come visit the funeral? Like, do, like, do you think that... Uh, you know how like Trump crowds tend to be... You know, bigger than you or I would think they would be. Yeah. But way smaller than he thinks they'll be. It's a boom for the bomb. Yeah. You know, that's a cutty joke. Did you know way. on Friday night, Fox <coughs> did not play any footage of his rally, but instead had an interview with Ron DeSantis at the same time on their network? Oh, they're trying to shift hard. Yeah, they, they are. I will give you that. Um, okay, like, all right, let's go there then. Fuck, like, the funeral, because, like... All I had was Who cares? more of the same joke. I just wanted but, to say that if she had an entourage, they didn't come to the funeral. You know what? And that's so shout out to Silvery. She couldn't be here tonight, but she was, I believe you At and I. Well, no. She was, so, she, and correct me if I'm wrong here. You, you and I, Adam Strange and I, uh, were arguing that, like, she definitely still has enough of her own plus Trump money to have had like when they're like oh they found her dead at the bottom of staircase we argued like that's hella dubious because she's got that money where she has a an entourage you know, a doorman or somebody in the building yeah. with her but like, also in the like apartment. lubed young boys and speedos yeah that like if she slipped down the stairs my theory was like yo it was probably because one of the luby boys left a snail trail uh -huh. you know from the jacuzzi and she was like whoop and so, like, when people are like, oh, she was found there, it's like, nah. There was definitely, like, an entourage of, <clears throat> of pink ties. You know what I mean? That were like, oh, no. And, like, we're, it's not like you can keep a 
a, a, a smartphone in a, in a speedo. You know what I mean? So uh, it's. I mean, if you try hard enough, maybe. Right, but I mean, yeah. if there's enough room in there. But right. I feel like Ivana could have, and granted, Silvery was on the other side of his argument. But I feel like. You know, Ivana had that money where, like, there's not going to be any room in those Speedos for cell phones. Right. And also, like, think about, even though, like, as we talked about, she had written the book where she's really his first credible rape accuser. Yeah. You know what I mean? And arguably got a lot of her money off of that. But it's just like, yeah, wherever the money came from. Yeah. And wherever the money came from. It just feels like she's got that money to have uh, packed, lubed, hairless speedos surrounding her, carrying her on a litter. You like know, a, like what's it the, the palanquin? The, yeah, like a Game yeah. of Thrones style. Yeah. Like yeah, that's what a litter is, where they have the like, like, uh, like you have pallbearers, but you're alive. Yeah, and you you're know? not in in a you're like on top of it yeah you're like sitting aloft yes aloft you are aloft if as it were um so it's i don't know it's unfortunate but supposedly and i didn't read the article i did read the headline it was just that they said that her funeral turned into a roast Mm. um but what your point was uh, about how they were, Adam Strange was about how they're kind of like turning the politics of it around. And I saw that um, apparently the New York Post and Wall Street Journal, which are Rupert Murdoch owned publications, yeah, they, are gangbanging. Well, but here, on, here's the thing. At first, I saw an article that said that they had turned <laughs> on Trump. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's how going against Trump looks to them is mm-hmm. he maybe might not be qualified to be president again right you know and yeah. even then the article goes into like he'd be more powerful as the head of the party not as right. the president you know like he we should just let him be the figurehead and he can be our king and then we'll have other presidents in his mold yeah, he'd be the king maker. but that's that's the first step they've come to that's him not being president though you know so like and that's rupert murdoch right which is some new york post and wall street journal which is a very cowardly clowny way to go about it They're like no you can be the king maker bro it's like when you like just don't want to tell your kid no but you're like yeah. no you're gonna do something better little man like just don't throw a tantrum in the middle of coals well, like think of how much power don't... rupert murdoch had before trump like if you watch any of the movies that were about roger ailes running fox right you know there would always there's like a scene where like oh you get to go meet him now he, he wants to talk to you rupert's gonna talk to you and he'd be like, do this and right. it's done with trump you know rupert murdoch has no power anymore he can be like turn the machine to make it say to do this and Trump will just say one word out loud like I don't like that it's over it's Trump's turn now I I disagree I disagree and Mm -hmm. here's why because in the same way that like yes Trump still has power now but he has definitely a lot less power when Twitter cut him off yeah if Fox cut him off entirely and both of those avenues cut him off simultaneously like if because you know a big part of the January 6th hearings have been like Yo, Sean Hannity, Ivanka, Don Jr., uh, Laura Ingram, like everyone called him and was like, yo, stop. stop." You know what I mean? So if in the same way that all of social media deplatformed him, right, but he didn't And his followers didn't either. Right, but if Fox cut him off and he only had, so that would leave what, OAN, right, and Newsmax. Yep. And how many and motherfuckers truth, are really watching? Truth Social, right? And as we know, you see, like it's not and working. Four Chan, and right, mm-hmm. and <laughs> which somehow is still a thing. But um, well, and Telegram, that I didn't know about. I don't know shit I, about. It's apparently it's, it's the Russian Twitter. Apparently, like so, Slavic nations, it's their Twitter. It's what they use. Like right now, is Slavic problematic? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, um, um, not according to our current policy now. You know, like that's um, from the offices. Thank you. You know, like what is it like Viva Slava or whatever is um Viva Yuslava? Viva Slava is like um Long live the honor, slaves. Honor to the That's not cool no, at all. No, it's like it, it, it's what I'm they're saying it's not cool. It's what the Ukrainians are yelling right now when they're on the battlefield. It's like they it means like, you know, glory. Long, yeah, long live the Slavic us. people. Yeah. Man. I would imagine. I don't speak dumb dumb. But it doesn't seem like it's problematic at the moment. <laughs> 
but um, that's that's where they um it's like the one that all the russian propaganda the russia still puts out is on telegram but okay. apparently right-wingers in america really like using it too right but okay so as we all know truth.com is really not popping and then that's also the follow-up to his like uh, what was it like? He had a blog or something it, that he thought yeah. was gonna be like, "Yo, I'm a one man Twitter," and it just did not work. Yeah. So, like, yo, if you turn off the faucets, I mean, but on this isn't fool, every? I mean, everybody really is a one man Twitter. Doesn't mean people. well, yeah, <laughs> right. But it's <laughs> but it's the theoretically, but it's the interaction. Right. It's right. It's like uh, you know, and I hate this, but like the '80s uh, kind of coked out business guy so that makes it kind of relevant of like the expression like you gotta give action to get action mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's a friction like Twitter mm -hmm. is a friction based society right. like really and not just that's not unique to Twitter it's just right. all of the internet it's algorithms it's the whole thing of no, like Trump do you like this thing what if we mix it with that thing you like and something that well, makes you a little bit angrier well, Trump's Twitter doesn't work in a vacuum like he can't do through social doesn't work because yes. he's like hey this and everybody says right on yes sir and that's it whereas twitter it'd be like hey go fuck yourself you fucking asshole exactly. i'll fucking come to the white house and piss in your mouth no like, and that's like exactly twitter was like was hardcore like no. any trump tweet would be entertaining to everybody for at least 20 minutes of reading no because so much of it as you know you like you were following them, like everyone oh, i got kicked off of twitter for being involved in it. right there's an equal amount of like hate fucking and grudge fucking of every fucking tweet of anyone who's on there with any impact as there is the like oh I, I i follow this person because i love what they have to say like and that's the whole thing like algorithms period as as we've discussed on this show is like algorithms basically live to like yo do you like this thing how about that thing plus something that makes you angry about the thing that you love? You know, whether that's like an attack on the thing or like, yo, you, I see you watch fucking skateboarding videos. Did you know that Tony Hawk is suspected of pedophilia? And then you're like, no way. And then like, regardless of what, by the way, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Just using that as an example. But, um, they're like, yo, watch this music. Tony hawking a bunch of little girls. You know what I mean? Like some bullshit like that. But and to um, reiterate, from the corporate offices, the offices frown on this not conversation. An, it's not an actual. And they don't co-sign anything that happens mm -hmm. on this podcast, which is weird. Because I would think the Q and I is big sponsorship. enough that they probably have a Tony Hawk page somewhere. You know, he's they famous. Have everyone. Yeah, like if they're going to go in on famous, Tom Hanks, they're going in on everyone, dude. But I also don't, I guess in their world, you can't be famous without the Illuminati. Really? Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. But it also, like, I don't know. Like, QAnon is almost its own Illuminati. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of... Just like a really, really stupid one. The Stupinati? <laughs> you might have the titular line. I'm going to write that down. Um, but, yeah, like, if, if we are watching the... And I know, okay, like, if, if I may... Just, you know, get my feelings out here. Like, I have realized about myself that I'm cracking out on the 1-6 hearings in a way that I'm like, yeah, I, I see, dog. Like, it's not it's not like I was ever going into it with a, a fair and balanced, you know. <laughs> I was going into it thinking it was not going to do shit. Yeah, and, I thought it was, was going to be fail worthless, just like the impeachment trials. Absolutely. I was like, I'm not watching another four hour or, you know, five, six days of and just Congress angrier and angrier for nothing again. Absolutely. And normally, and, and I still do this. So in fairness to myself, like, you know, I don't trust any media outlets singularly. Right. So like, as I've talked about, like at the gym. They play CNN and Fox right next to each other. So I'll be on the elliptical watching the closed captions. And sometimes that's really funny to be like, wow, y'all talking about the same story at the same time. And it's almost dynamic. So I'm glad opposed. to know that you're utilizing the wellness program. You know, I just, you know, it's it's part of the, you know, the health benefits of the worst case scenario. So shout out to corporate. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, like. I will read NPR articles, PBS, fucking, um, also like Democracy Now! and The Intercept and like really ind more independent shit. You know, just not kook shit hard left or hard right, but um, when you 
kind of watch all this shit, like, I'm like, okay, I'm getting all the information from all the sources, and then it's up to me to decide what's what. But, like, when you're watching these 1-6 hearings, for, for the most part, other than, like, Fox, who is really doing some hard editing, which is yeah. kind of really funny to watch. But you're like, okay, you're just watching these recordings, and it's, you know, it, it is it's mostly his homies. Yeah. His oh. hardcore, not just, it's not like MAGA supporters. It's MAGA administration officials that were like, oh, can, can I say executive privilege? And they're like, nah, dog. And they're like, okay, so yeah, he definitely tried to strangle his own fucking <laughs> Secret Service people. And then also, I don't think, uh, had, the, had the Secret Service thing come out when we last episode? What the... That they, they deleted, lost all their text messages. They deleted yeah. all their shit. And this was... All right, we didn't talk about that. And right. feel free to fucking interrupt me here at any point. Because it seems so intuitive. But they were like, yo, a group called the Secret Service is not turning over information they have. I'm like, bruh, it's in the name. <laughs> That's their whole thing is... They're um, a secret, and they're providing a service. <laughs> my services. The services might delete all this shit. No, honestly, it, it seems the, like the Don't Snitchery Bureau. Like when they first talked about it, and they were like, "Well, the Secret and Service people aren't yeah. aren't commenting on what happened." That made sense to me. I was like, "Well, they shouldn't." You know, you'd think in most worlds they wouldn't. That's like, you know, you got to get somebody else to snitch. You can't get the bodyguards to snitch. Right. But then it, thinking about it, I'm like, no, fuck that. They should always snitch. They should always have to be in a room. Like, the president should never have time alone, and they should always be in the room. That's the least secret service you could imagine. Yep, but and, and not during. You know, they wait till after the, the presidency's over. But if you're breaking the law as a president, you know, fuck you. You should be being watched. And, right. like, you should have fucking handlers that are sitting there, like, just like a criminal who gets to work on a computer one day. Like, there should be a guy over your shoulder fucking watching everything oh, you do. Oh, you're saying this is like a swordfish situation, like the movie Swordfish. Like, it but takes less, a thief but to less catch boobies. a thief. Yeah, oh my god, that, that like three seconds know. where they Trump, showed Halle Berry's Trump boobies. kind of has a rack. He, oh, not, a, not as not much. Of, we're not allowed to body shame anymore. Oh no, we can body shame him. He He's a boom for the bump. And I did it again. That's the second time I referenced it. Good for me. You know what? It's a cutty reference. Go back and look at some episodes. Um, but no, like when people were surprised that the... Secret Service deleted the text messages. Um, like, it reminded me of that. You remember the episode of The Simpsons where they introduced Fat Tony? One of his goons is Johnny Tightlips. Yep. And then there's a drive-by. Like, and like, Johnny Tightlips, are you hit? And he's like, I ain't saying none. <laughs> it's like, that's when people are like, can you believe the Secret Service ain't telling? I'm like, bitch. Well, apparently whoever was driving the SUV as of yesterday has their own personal attorney right now, as does the one that, like, his main handler, like, the yeah. two of them, went and got lawyers, whereas no one else in the, in the Secret Service... Mm -hmm. I was about to call them the SS for short. Well, like, they are. Yep, it is they, um, called the, like, SS POTUS or... But they, um... They have their own lawyers, where normally the, oh, the service gives them a lawyer. Like everybody else that's talking, they have their, a lawyer provided yeah. by job. These mm -hmm. guys were like, we're going to get another one. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if that's a. What, yeah, they're what taking the uh, Cassandra it. Hutchinson or whatever her name is, that path. But if we're going to be on um, tight lip, we might as well go into um, Donald Trump Jr. They, oh. they played his stuff at the last hearing, and mm -hmm. they, they had him when he called Mark Meadows, and he was saying, you know, you got to get him to talk right now. And it was all about how they were trying to get him to film a message, but he wouldn't. And right. he, he wouldn't, like, say that he lost in it. He, he was, was like, no, no. But so Don Jr. basically tells Mark Meadows that they have to go to the mattresses on this one. Yeah. Which, <laughs> even if he was using it correctly, it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't work In here. the context of what's going on. But he said that um, when they asked him what it meant, he said, I, I think it comes from, like, a the Godfather. Like, number one, you should know where the fuck it is. It's a mafia. Just say it's mafia talk, you know? But... He said that he thinks it means going all in. Right. Whereas going to the mattresses does not mean going all in in any way, shape, or form. Like, go to war. It means go to war. Yeah. Would have been what he meant. But right. go to the mattresses means that usually there's already a war started, and you're hiding in a house where they, they can't find you, sleeping on mattresses that your friends brought over. Right, but no. Like, it does, going it, to the mattresses means you fill a house with mattresses. Right, right. And you it, hide there. It does mean going to war so you don't live at your own house. You live in a safe house. But it is 
also the opposite of what he meant it to me. It's like, yo, like his, in fairness, and not to glorify the motherfucker, but Don Sr. at the time was the one going to the mattresses. You know what I mean? He was. He was like, dude, uh, all of the, he's like, look, I tried to uh, call victory prematurely. That didn't work. I tried to replace the head of the Department of Justice. That didn't work. I tried to get fraudulent electors to show up to uh, the whole uh, January 6th certification. That didn't work. 24 court cases. I I tried 60 different it's it's over 60 court cases to challenge it that didn't work i got rudy to sweat shoe polish in front of a dildo factory and fart that didn't and fart on camera camera. and that didn't work and but to be fair that wasn't probably that hard to get him to do any of that no but it just didn't work right you know and so when he was like all right not this fuck it i'm gonna throw an angry mob at the shit that say what you will i don't like it and i am loath to even let these words come out of my mouth but i do fucking respect the idea of like yo i'm gonna try and entirely overthrow democracy like the biggest power on the planet my ego is the size that i think if I tweet this shit and say it on fucking TV, I can get hundreds of thousands of people to fucking, and I'll pretend that they're millions, to actually do violence. And, uh, <coughs> yo, that's going to the fucking mattresses. No, you know, not like, oh, uh, really? Because he said go to the mattresses to Mark Meadows about, like, you got to convince him to stop doing this. You got to go yeah, to the mattresses. Yeah. They'll ruin our whole legacy right. over this. No, this is the point. Donald's point is that this is the legacy. And that's what I found really um, disingenuous because I don't think... Like, I guess that news people are not allowed to say certain things or whatever. But everyone kept saying that Trump was derelict of duty when... I did say duty. So, anyway. Um, But when he... You said lick the duty. Oh, shit. Cash. Um, anyway, but like when they were like, oh, he didn't fucking, you know, present, he didn't go on the news till three hours later. He didn't tell them to stop, and that's dereliction of duty. And it's like, I guess in a technical sense, you could say that, but he's the one that invited everyone there. He's the one that riled them up with the speech. It all very clearly, that was his plan. He wasn't. I guess in a sense that, like, oh, you're technically the president. Yeah, but he's orchestrating a coup. So he's not derelict of duty. He's doing the shit that he set out to do. So, like, once he, like, is like, hey, everybody go home, he's basically calling bullshit on himself. Like, that's the end of it. Like, he was never, they're like, oh, he was, people thought, like, he was inept. Or he was impotent to do the thing. It's like, no, that's the thing that he was doing. That mob is his boom for the bump. It's his fucking hard on fucking the Capitol building. And the one thing that I heard in all of the hearings that actually surprised me was about him trying to choke a Secret Service agent, not because of that, but because his point was drive me to yeah. the Capitol. Because when we all saw him on the air be like, everyone, march down to the Capitol. I'm going to be there with you. And, you know, we saw that. Me and the gorilla watched that live on TV. And fucking, we were both like, looked at each other like, yo, fucking, he's not doing that. He's not going there. And when he didn't, I was like, yeah, of course. He was trying to throw you motherfuckers at it. What did surprise me was that he literally did want to go down there. No, and, and he wanted, when you think about the fact that he didn't fucking give a shit that there weren't enough Secret Service people to protect him because 
he has such a fucking they messiah. They will protect yes. you. Is what he they yeah. are his. If, he, he needed to go down there to see the people that were there because of what he had said and oh, done. And oh it didn't matter God. that there was a potential danger. No, there's no danger he needed to, him. to see no. it. Like he, he, wanted the, to see, the, he wanted to be in that and feel the energy. Yes. Like the I, danger was that he would have become president again. Like If he has been there to lead them, they would not have stopped. And that's the that's the one thing. Like he would have been in there on a pile of dead congressmen. Yes. No. No. If he shows up, they catch Pence. They catch Pelosi. They catch. Ros- uh, yeah. I, I was gonna. That was fucked up. Rosario. I was call Rosario. Yeah. <laughs> Rosario. Hey, she, Ro- okay. Ros- Rosario was Would dating um, Cory Booker at that time. Yeah. So she might have been there. Wait. What? She was smashing Cory Booker. Yeah. Her, her and Cory Booker were together for about what? three years. They've been dating. What? They were the last like three or four. Years. They just broke up about, like five Damn. or six months ago. Boo, you cheating on me? Nah, anyway, um, no, but my point being that, like, my speculative vision of what I think Trump thought of what that was going to be was, like, you've seen the movie The Joker, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Miss Offices of Cherry Lunch. Yes. You know how, like, it ends, you know, like, that that movie is, like, the story of the unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a lot of what you see that only in retrospect, you're like, oh, he was hallucinating all this because he's an insane person. But you remember how when the riot starts, they, like, lift him up in the crowd and he does, like, a crucifix pose mm-hmm. and he becomes, like, this Christ-like figure. That is how I imagine Don Sr. thought that the whole right. thing was going to go. He's like, drive me down there. And, w- like, so I could see why he would be so fucking furious about them not driving them there because they're like, we don't have enough protection. In his mind, he's, he's like, like, I, I don't, don't need it. They love me. I don't need protection. They me. They're going to foist me up mm-hmm. above their shoulders. And I'm going to walk on their heads. Yeah, like we're not even walk. The, I'm going to I'm going to lay float. in a Christ-like yeah. position as they pass me forward. Either that or he does like a Moses like parts yeah. the red seas where they like pick up the dead cops and like mop the stairs with cop faces to for him to move through and then uh I'm pretty sure it's not entirely legal for a fucking president to show up uninvited on the floor of the Congress and the Senate. I don't know the rules are there, but uh, like uninvited. No, I I think they have to be invited. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, Somebody look that up. And you know what? If you do look it up, email us at worstcasea28 at Gmail. And, uh, you know, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. And, uh, you know, on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but either way, that's that's how I envision what I think he envisioned, which, you know, is based on speculation. But that's what we do here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's exactly why he fought them and was furious. And it's just weird that people are like he was he was in. also, I think it was a little on the nose. You know, I think I've talked about on the show before how I, you know, I, every day I become a little more convinced uh, that we are in the simulation. And when did you catch the whole part about how many minutes he waited uh, to make the president like to tell people to go home? Um, three something hours or whatever. Right, but it was specifically 187 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it was a 187. Oh, oh, Donald Trump tried to pull a 187 on democracy. That feels a little on the nose, man. I feel like the simulation is out of shit, and it's just bad writing. It's piss poor yeah. writing. So, um, evidently, presidential addresses are done before a joint session of Congress, and in mm-hmm. order to have a joint session, both the House and Senate must pass a concurrent resolution calling a joint session to receive a message from the president. So, in essence, they do need to be invited. He has to be have permission. Yo, check out my fucking knowledge of the game, bro. I can't believe Republicans have never refused it. Been like, no, we don't want that Democrat coming down here and talking. You think somewhere in the in the past, like Clinton, yeah, right, that, that Rush Limbaugh would have been like, can't we just can't. cut him off? Well, Limbaugh's not a fucking member of this shit. No, no, but when Clinton was in power, right. the right had the entirety of Congress. Right. So they could have said, Limbaugh right. could have, who was in charge, was Speaker at the time, and he could have... Limbaugh been, was not ever whatever. Speaker of the House. What was he? He was something. A Limbaugh radio host? He's a radio host, bro. What are you a, talking oh, about? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm messing up. I mean, uh, Newt, Newt, Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich, Rush right. Limbaugh, come on. Right. No, you're right. It is a thin line Newt. between Newt and Rush. Ba-bum-bum. Newt probably but. uses less um, oxy. 
but I don't know for sure. Mm, well, not anymore. Did yeah, sorry, because Rush is dead. Don't addiction shame. We don't do that on the show. He's a dickhead for not because he does drugs. Like no, drugs are no. way oh, no. more fun than Rush. Limbaugh I'm just saying it's literally English. impossible. No, no. It's, yeah, it's no, like it's, it's, it's but there was no it's, shame. It's, there's no, there's no I'm shame. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking oh. to him. No, but that's I don't different. talk upstairs. It's different. <laughs> I can say crime is great, but when a cop is out there doing crimes, fuck him. Absolutely. No, no, he's he's a hypocrite. So he's an anti-drug fucking pusher talking about people should go to jail for drugs while he's up there fucking taking them. Same with Jim Jeffords. Gay sex is great. But if you're out there saying that gay people are bad and then you're having gay sex gay in a bathroom agreed. at an airport, then you're a dick. And it's not because you're banging dudes. It's because you know you're a piece of shit. You're preaching to the worst. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's okay to shame Tagline. like Republicans for taking drugs and having gay sex. Um, well, that's no. not sh- it's not shaming no. saying they're hypocrites. That's just a fact. Yeah. We do hypocrite shame. For the ones shame. that do that. We do hypocrite yeah. shame on the show. That's oh, supported man. in our policy manual as Yo, allowable. You, you want to talk about hypocrite shaming show? I can't believe I forgot to talk about this to this moment. Yo, I honestly, look, I don't like Liz Cheney in general. Yep. I do, anyone in the Cheney family really can go fuck themselves. Uh, now, the fact that but, Trump has made Cheney seem like a reasonable human is fucking insane. But her pettiness... Her pettiness in this whole thing is so like yo. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the petty, and the way that she ends every episode of any hearing, like yo, here's a teaser for what we're about to do. <laughs> but the best shit, the Josh Hawley shit, Josh Hawley oh, shit, yes. where they're like, yo, here's video of him doing basically the white power fist to the crowd, and then having a female cop being like. Yeah, I felt like that was fucked up because the crowd got riled up by that gesture, but he was doing it behind the safety of the barricades where we're getting our asses kicked to fucking keep him safe. Mm -hmm. And then they showed the spotlighted fucking video. Did you see him running away? Like, oh, my God. And they were circling people like, here's some of the people he saluted. Yo, that's that's you know. that's the spotlight right there. Yeah, like, it's like the road, like the Roadrunner. Yes, Looney like, Tunes. But they, then they <laughs> since me, then me. there have been about six already announced. Um, Hall and Holly, like four okay, four hundred one. Like oh, like you know, Holly, Holly ass. Like people dressing up in suits and they're going to meet up like, somewhere oh, like and, and race. Or yeah, ten k's. I was like, it's not a four hundred one k. No, that's a different thing. That'd be a really long race. No, but that was just like, and also, all right. So here's. Like, I love it on its face, but the extras to me that I just adored was that they slid it in there and it didn't really have anything to do with, say, proving um, any evidentiary. uh, Yeah, I use that word. Um, It didn't prove anything more or less that they needed for their case. They were just like, yo. But also, I would just like to say. Josh Holly is out here throwing up the fucking fist like he's fucking Juan Carlos at the fucking Olympics. And then here he is running like Juan Carlos away from the fucking Olympics. And to make it worse, Cheney didn't even, she didn't present it herself. She had the lady who was like a, a veteran. Yeah. Like, hey, you, that served in the actual military, unlike yep. Ivy League Holly here. Why don't you go ahead and explain what happened? And she was, here's what happened. And then... Outside after the hearing, they were interviewing police officers from the Capitol about things in the hearing. They were like, Josh Hawley's a little bitch. That was a coward move. He's a little bitch. And they actually, basically, the only reason they put that in the hearing was to be like, hey, that guy, he's a little bitch. And that that actually went through so that a cop called him a little bitch on the news a half hour later. Well, number one. And they're like, back to blue. Apparently, in the St. Louis local paper, I don't know what it's called. Also didn't read the article, just saw the headline. But uh, apparently in the local St. Louis newspaper, uh, they referred to Josh Hawley as a laughingstock. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, the other thing that I did not know, and so I guess there's two things that surprised me in the hearings, is uh, that, you know how McConnell, head of the Senate, all that shit, um, he told everyone... Because you know how a big part of the whole play was to for senators to stand up and object and be like, yeah. but maybe the election was rigged. Apparently, for all of McConnell's shitbag, and I mean 
epic level, like Jupiter-sized fucking shitbag qualities, he was like, yo, that's not, yo, do not do that. Like, he rounded up all the goons and was like, don't anybody fucking object. And almost like the Roman Senate kind of like stabbing mm-hmm. fucking Caesar. Josh Hawley was the first one to be like, I do object. Like, he acted like he was going along with McConnell's thing. Like, all right, we won't. No, I do object. And that's when the rest of them felt free to break ranks and do it. Like, Ted Cruz. Because, you know, they're all fucking cowards of the nth degree. And, like, watching him physically run on the spotlight, it was fun. But it's really more uh, an analogy than it is anything else. You know, like, all these fucking cowards are sniveling little bastards. Like, that was the other really, like, both petty and very, very realistic and relevant thing that they played was uh, they played McCarthy, McConnell, all of the senators right after they had almost got choked to death by the the mob. You know, when they were like, Trump is responsible for this shit. This motherfucker has to go down. And then they're like, yep. What'd you say now? Mm-hmm. And like they just played all the recordings of them on microphones. Like mm-hmm. it's just weird to like they thought that they had pushed him over the edge and they realized like, oh, this is more of a Sisyphusian proposition than well, I thought. It's like that when when Trump realized. when Cruz was running against Trump and mm-hmm. Trump called Cruz's wife ugly and it said that his dad his killed father, Kennedy. Yeah. And Cruz fought back there for like about for a, a half, minute about a, for about a week. And then once <laughs> Trump got the nomination, he was like I love this guy. He's the best. Do what he says. You know, like, and the entirety of the party was like, okay, cool. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, that's the thing. It's like they can be that running was on like drinking the Kool Aid, right? Oh, uh, yeah. From one the of, offices, one of yeah. Josh Hawley's. I think HR would prefer that. that prefer be the that. One of Josh Hawley's things he's running with now, like, because each of the Republicans have like five, one or two. You know, they pick three or four of the platforms to run with. His is that men don't have enough testosterone right now. One of the problems with America is that men just aren't manly enough. And so he's the one running. Ironic. But that's and Tucker Carlson's on the same thing. He was trying to push some like um, red UV lamp that's about this high, and dudes will stand on it, and it <laughs> puts red light on their dick and balls <laughs> and and taint. And somehow that light on your junk will so make you another, more masculine. This is another example of the right going so far right they become left, like the super far left of folks that like sun their buttholes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like the super like. I forget if there's a name for it. I'm sure. Sewn their buttholes? No, sun. Sun, like, okay. They sun like yeah, yeah, no, I've seen the. Expose their, their assholes yeah. to the sun for like the energy properties. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a there's a whole but, yoga movement. No, of, but this is, when this you're is, done doing this yoga, is another example of like just sun. when you, like you think these, you know, never the two shall meet, but yet. Oh, yeah. They are. Well, right now, like it's, that's the thing of like. Hating the I government. I mean, it's around light on buttholes, but like, like I think it's. But hating the government symbolic. for all that was our thing. Now, when I hear somebody being like, oh, "I don't trust the government," I'm like, well, "I don't know if I trust you now." Like that used to be the marker that meant, "Okay, yeah. you're one of us. We're yeah. against the government." But no, it's not left anymore. Like left is. It's not like the left runs the government or is in any way established. Yeah. But like, it's pretty crazy because I don't understand when Republicans say that they're patriotic. The idea that like, well, I I hate the government. Okay, now and I hate. 50% of the other Americans. <laughs> right. Now, if you hate and the I don't want them to have access. You hate most of the other to states. To power. You, or, ha- you hate the people in the cities. Yeah. Like, how can you possibly be patriotic if you've already said you hate over 80% of the things here? And that everything you're doing is to diminish and deconstruct yeah. government as we know it. Yeah. And democracy And the as idea we know of it. like, and we want freedom. Like, what do you mean by that? I want to be able to tell you guys to stop fucking. When I say freedom, I mean no gay sex. Stop aborting, stop... Oh, my God, wait, we have to talk about that shit because <clears throat> the North Carolina shit. Did you see the North Carolina bill? That... I don't think this is going to... It's being proposed. Yeah. But there is post-Roe v. Wade how everybody's like, oh, now we're doing uh, fetal uh, citizenship well, and, and, and all that And that was... Shit. Actually, that was trotted out and tested... Um, back in 2021, the fetal citizenship shit. A, a, similar, well, the, like there, um, that that was like I think like a testing yeah. ground. Like, but the new one, I, and I believe it's new. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, offices of Cherry Lunchington is, but I, I, I want to say it's NC 138. But they're saying that 
because in the eyes of this bill, uh, a fetus has personhood, that that would be murder so that any lethal force that would be taken to stop a woman from having an abortion would become legal. No. And I had to like Google it and cross-reference it and all that shit, but it's definitely a real bill. I'm not saying yeah. it's going to pass. Uh, I think Cooper it's, wouldn't sign it. Right, Cooper wouldn't, but I think, but even the gesture is insane. But essentially what it would legalize is like if you murder a doctor that you think is going to um, perform an abortion on a woman, then it's legal for you to kill him. And possibly even the woman, which doesn't really make sense. Because the baby would die too. It, yeah. And if you, get, you, you wouldn't get charged you kill that woman, you're not, you're not, and shouldn't that be a, double homicide at that I think the doctor would have to be like either on their way to the operation though or you'd have but to even have if that's the case proof for that but like I don't think that's gonna pass in any way no I don't think it's gonna pass but the fact that anyone would put that we'll up put there. it on paper yeah and submit it for consideration well you see the California just did a bill where they took the exact Texas bill but they took out abortions and put guns in oh so, yeah like, if absolutely. you get shot in tech in California now you can sue like and it's not even like the court case is basically like they owe you twenty grand. Yeah, that's the court case. We're done. So like, yeah. it's the person that sold, owned the gun, whoever sold it to them, the person mm-hmm. that sold it to them, the manufacturer. The, you know, like all the way up the chain to to the company that made the gun. Each one of them will owe you twenty grand if you get shot. Yeah, it's it's essentially as you said, it's it's the Texas abortion law being like you can call in to anyone and just win. Twenty thousand dollars. Be like, yo, I know the shooter, but also I know the guy that sold it to him. Yeah, it's like Hunger Games meets the Prices Right. Oh man, but but they have a um again. And uh, Gavin, Newsom's you can whole only point, have one titular line officer and his, cherry lunch. His whole point in it is like, too, was like, you know, we have shootings here quite often, so we should probably be able to start using this this bill next week. You know, so because Texas hasn't actually used the abortion bill yet, they just have it sitting there mm-hmm. waiting, but. That doesn't matter because with Roe v. Wade, they're not having abortions there anyways right now. But if if this bill gets hit by the Supreme Court or if anybody appeals the gun laws, it'll kill the Texas law, too, because they're designed exactly the same. So if one is proven unconstitutional, then the other will be, too. Which is fantastic. Um, North Carolina, Cooper just put some executive order out being like, you know, like keeping all old laws from taking effect. He's basically trying to keep abortion here open. More like harder than I mean, well, and also like for as much fuck shit as North Carolina does, we are and we are also the breeding ground. Like we're the test case for so much of Republican fuckery, but in the actual population, my understanding is that we are, and I hate it's using this terminology that it's purple. It's fifty-fifty, basically. Like any election could go either direction, uh and the only reason that they have the state house is gerrymandering. And North Carolina gerrymandering, there's about 70 to 80 court cases from the last decade. It's just, it's nonstop. Yeah. It's still right now. The Supreme Court just threw something back to North Carolina saying it's, that, um, the, uh, the gerrymandering trying to thing. say only the legislation has say in it and that the courts in North Carolina can't knock down gerrymandered districts or whatever. Yeah. So it's that, and that's only because the Republicans lost the last Supreme Court race here and the Democrats took it over so that they were like, well, I guess we got to change the rules again. But here, that's the thing. It's abortion. They're going to be very tight-lipped Republican-wise in North Carolina. They're not mm-hmm. going to pass anything crazy because it's just right, 50-50. And if, like, some women cross the line to blue, they're fucked here. And they could lose the whole state for the next decade. So, like, they're not going to do too much here over the top. No, I mean, that. that is one of... And I don't place a ton of hope. But people this, are flocking but... here, too, like... You know, the Flor- the Floridians that move here are predominantly not the right wing ones. You know, like you people speak that speak for that... your fucking self. You know what? No, I work I at a fucking bar. They visit. And these assholes want to stand everyone's ground. They fucking <laughs> suck. I had to damn near fucking choke a Floridian to sleep the other night, fucking with his wily hair no, and his fucking grateful dad. Parent shit. Like, I didn't, I never talked. Kill you if I find you. I don't know too many transplants that, that aren't hippies because I'm in a hippie scene That's or whatever. That's not okay for you to talk about trans people here. Transplants. That's plants. Yes, just because that, they identify as like, a rose. I might look like a sumac. not a petunia. But they, um, 
Yeah. You're talking real poison ivy right Doing now. Doing parent shit. These are really You know, that's that's where I've been running into the most transplants. Like, I'll be at a playground playing and start chatting with other parents and be like, oh, yeah, I just moved here from Florida. And, like, yep. every other parent I talk Lame. to, everybody I meet in my neighborhood are just like, oh, I just moved here from England. I just moved here from St. Louis. And, like, England, I'm fine. St. Louis, fuck you. Florida, fuck just, you. England, you're cool. It's just crazy. I can't imagine. Fuck like, you, fuck you. Like, I'm only here because I'm stuck here. Like, I got here at a time when it was very cheap. And I stayed long enough that I can't afford to leave now because it costs yeah. too much to live here. And I can't imagine people living somewhere else where their rent was 600 And they're like, well, we're going to move to that place where the rent's 1300 and there aren't right. any jobs. I'm like, okay. But jobs are coming here now. Like, that's the weird. North Carolina has been jacking up the factories for the last, like, decade. And we are starting to have, like, actual manufacturing jobs, which that's a and thing. And the growth and expansion or, or as as stilted as it can be at times of the hemp industry and yeah yeah it's well, kind of back and forth and changing all the time but but you know also some of those folks that come here there are a lot of folks that that come here that you know maybe they weren't paying 600 but if yeah if you can bring your own job that's the yeah. you know or if you can maintain a job that you can work remotely it doesn't matter where you are and but yeah, if you come here, don't have a job, don't have some kind of remote employment, or have your own kind of entrepreneurial yeah. endeavor, then you're fucked. Yeah. Or people, I mean, for years, I saw people come here with entrepreneurial ideas, and then five years later, be like, I spent it all. But there was a thing here, like a joke for years, that like one of our main engines of revenue was people would come here as a tourist during tourist season when it was crowded and be like well look at this town it's just bustling let's move here and we'll open up a dog biscuit store or some weird shit <laughs> yeah. a dog bakery and i've seen four dog bakers and then they'd open their store spend all their money making it and then it would start falling apart and they'd be like fuck i'm out of money but then another tourist would come through the next tourist season and be like oh you're selling this store and so basically people would come here with their life savings throw them all away on a store that is going to be empty for six months of the year until their money well, was gone, and then also, the next would come and do that. Also, and, those are maybe not the most strident, like, business. No, yeah. There was, there was you know how many ideas. candle stores have been downtown? Like, no, oh. Like, I used to live above a gay yeah. candle store. It was Nick awesome, but they didn't make no money. I feel like that's a little redundant, but okay. No, no, it was Rainbow Flaggity. Store. Like oh, that store, that's not an okay thing was, to say, it was, called, bro. it was called Flame On. Yeah. Rainbow Flaggity. Do you remember? Now, that's only okay if they actually yeah, okay. Um, displayed rainbow also flags. No, 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 that store like, was coded in, in it. Yeah. I love that store. Literally, the boys. name of the store was Wicked Flaggity. <laughs> so, it was you know. Flame On. It also had a triangle he, uh, rebel flag, and it was called Confederate flag. And, and he would joke about was, the store. I, don't, I didn't think it was okay, but it wasn't for me to say. He would, he would actually right. be like... But, you know, the market decided... That's the invisible hand of the market, the invisible hand job the invisible of the Lamborghini. market, the, uh, <laughs> the invisible Kool-Aid of the market. If nobody remembers, it's where um, Izzy's Coffee downtown is. Yeah. That was Flame On. And his thing was he had wolf statues, little little ceramic wolves, candles, and It had nothing flags. to do with the Fantastic Four. And that was it. Rainbow flags. Little. He, he was really into wolves. So there was like wolf shirts like the three uh, wolves like the laser moon. wolves and stuff no like a dick wolf it was he was a really big fan of law and order <laughs> he was like dick wolf like when you would walk through, you know how when you open the door in most uh -huh. stores it's like bang bang yeah Instead if you like, walked into dun, dun. that store it was like dun dun that'd be cool to have a punk band called wolf dick and, no just and that's dick all wolf. you played you're like dun 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 Every thank dunk, dunk. you, thank you. This is a song. <laughs> this, this is a this song is about a, a homicide that was investigated by Ice T. Dun, dun. <laughs> this is a song that was uh, investigated by Christopher North, aka Mr. Big. Dun, dun. About Orbach. Right. Well, you know, dun, the, or Jerry the, Orbach. The power, the power chords. Dun, dun. But oh, then it gets like deep, like later in the day. Like okay. super. Also, I might have just actually clipped on that one. Yeah. I'm gonna leave that joke alone now. Uh, you know what? Corporate can let me know if that one's gonna fly. We, we might have to review that. Um, we are not in any way affiliated with NBC or Law and Order. No. Oh, can we talk about? Can we just really give? Uh, I don't know. Either way, you guys fall down however you want on this one. Uh, Matt Gates, are we? Yo, this, did you see what he said? Yeah. He gave a speech where he was like, hey, why is every uh, woman that uh, is protesting for abortion rights looks like a fucking thumb? They're like 350 pounds, five foot two. 
Hey, you know what? It's all the women that uh, look the least like they're ever going to be have to have concerns about being pregnant to. And he gave this speech to hundreds of people at, out yeah. of all things, a college. Yeah. Now, it was a right-wing conservative college for sure. But, yo, it's like, yo, you're being investigated for fucking underagers. And so for me, where this lands is... You know how uh, we have talked about like that Trumpism. A lot of people talk yeah. about this. Trumpism is more dangerous than Trump himself. I actually agree with that, and that the idea that like, yeah, we can get Trump out the paint. Like he's honestly, he might not be on his way out, but honestly, it might be more dangerous if he is on his way out. And you know, we talked about the whole DeSantis shit and all that, but like. If Matt Gates is like, if you read any of the shit he said, you're like, yo, you didn't get off the coke and go to rehab when you got investigated. You were like, yo, you know what I think? More coke yeah. and speak. Yo, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm not just skiing. I'm gonna do a ski jump. We're gonna do an avalanche. Fucking college. Well, you know, you know we're he's, gonna do he's, an avalanche. You know, <laughs> that's who Madison Cawthorn was talking about. When he was oh, like, sex orgy, cocaine, Gates, yes, Gates was that. like, hey, you want to fly out to the Bahamas with us? We and got a ramp on the on the plane. We can get you in there. And if I may basically speculate, baselessly speculate, uh, I would just say that probably the reason that fucking Cawthorn really went out, it was like, I got him invited to that. And like kind of outed Gates without saying Gates is because probably Gates found like yo let's get this fucking cripple in a wheelchair out to our fucking coke orgy right. and like like he would be like you know a midget at a sex party or like uh like we're not actually inviting you because you're a peer of ours you're a prop you're a prop you are a fucking sex toy no you're a novelty you know what i mean right. and for all of madison cawthorn's shitbird shortcomings he at least probably saw that for what it was. And in the same vein of having this giant ego, he's like, I, sir, am not your sex prop. It's not like he was standing up for it. And in fairness, he hasn't stood up for anything in a long time. No. But, uh, oh, yeah, I did it again. Fuck you, Cawthorn. I'll do it so many times. You know what? This episode's going downhill. Get it? <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, but he just... I think that he took personal umbrage. I think that Matt Gates was using him that way. And that Cawthorn took it that way. And that is kind of I also how think there's a bigger picture, too, because his, Ooh, his, purpose, his purpose for the party his had, special been, purpose? had been met. And it oh, was Cawthorns. To, yes, yes, it was, you know, to get him elected and hold that spot until they could find a candidate that had... More. To get the sit-down vote. Mm -hmm. Well... Yep. You know, Cawthorn apparently, Cawthorn's still in there. He's still, picture, he's still yo, holding office, but he apparently hasn't left his bed for months. He apparently, since he lost the election, has just been like, no, 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 no. and he's been spending all his money that he already took for the general election that mm -hmm. he's not running in, so he legally has to refund that money right. to the donors. He apparently spent it all already. He's out of money. At least 30000 was spent at Chick-fil-A. They see him rolling. That's a lot. It's a lot of hating. fucking waffle fries. That really is. <laughs> I mean... He's been waffling for quite some time, now, let's be real. In Gates' defense, I honestly think you? when he said that, when he said women who who are unattractive who don't need abortions, like what he, said he they thinks, look like I don't believe he's ever had a sexual relationship that didn't involve a cash transaction. In his mind, he thinks that, well, those women aren't attractive, so nobody's going to pay them. I don't, I don't think he believes people have sex without money. I don't know that's money. in his defense, but okay. No, no, I'm not saying it's, I mean, you in his defense. You can edit that out. You're in charge of that. Editing, he's, so. he's so stupid. <laughs> but remember, Jacob Wall did the same thing about um, two, three weeks ago, right when they first made the announcement right. at the Supreme Court. Jacob uh -huh. Wall, felon, uh -huh. went down there with a megaphone and was like, don't worry. None of you could possibly get a man anyways. And like went off about how fat and ugly all the women at the protests were. Like to their faces with a fucking megaphone. That's a lot of yola. And wasn't, nothing happened. You know, and this dude is like on like seven different charges. He's on charges for, um, and he paid for robocalls. four different drugs. He paid for robocalls in Detroit to tell them that um, they changed the election date. 
Like yeah. straight up had these. Hi, how are you doing? Are you a Democratic voter? The is, election's now on the. Is that fifth. part of his charges? That, that's what he's. That's his biggest charges right now. That's one that he can't get out of. All the other charges were fraud for him, like paying a guy to say Pelosi gave him drugs or paying a woman to say they had sex oh, with somebody he's that famous. Dude, yeah. yeah, he's the one who makes the fake videos. Yes, and he was. His, he recently was like, yo, I, I had an abortion and then they paid me for the stem cells. And you're like, yo, you're a dude. Shut up. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, like his videos are pretty, pretty. Well, with the Pelosi one, too, he's like some guy was low like, yeah, Pelosi, Pelosi has sex parties and she hires me and gives me the Viagra. And then like a week later, the guy was like, OK, I never met Pelosi. That was all. I'm an actor. OK, first of is, all. That's, you that's go after fuck some woman. You go after for Pelosi's like for her age. husband. I'm not buying. Um, it. let's we're discouraging ageism. No, I'm saying she's a really lofty you, you, buxom woman. You, you I literally would, just said for her age. Okay, but I'm saying for any age, would smash three ish stars. Don't really, eh, not really like feeling her as like as a human. Like I don't feel like she's. You know, she needs to fucking retire. They she's not Rose OC level, but yeah, right. no, like she's an attractive woman. I don't feel like you need to do Matt Gates levels of coke, yeah, and boner pills right. for that. Like I think, like definitely, if like if you're throwing a, a Republican sex party and you're throwing a Democrat sex party, I'm I'm definitely I'm going to the Democrat sex party. Oh yeah. Like it's just like if you if you went to say if Republicans were like yo we're having a stand up comedy show and Democrats were having one not that those specific senators no, no. but like no like the, the left is just winning on physical attractiveness uh, not that we're judging people on that um, on comedic sensibility you know like who do they have Bill Engvall fucking Larry the Cable Guy you know. You know that the one dude, Ron White, apparently yeah. took a bunch of ayahuasca, kind of stopped doing comedy. <laughs> but also, I just saw a thing where it's like him and Joe Rogan talking about ayahuasca is out there. But also, he didn't need to because if you ever have you watched yeah. Ron White oh, yeah. is funny as shit, yeah. and he, I think, is presumed to be on the right wing side of shit because I think that's like his lifestyle. I think he's a right wing lifestyle, but he's like, have you ever had those he's got homies? A, a slight Southern accent. So he well, fits in the blue collar. It's not just that it's like, have, all right. So I have a couple of homies perhaps, and please, this is a question more than a statement. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had uh, homies where you like, you got this one buddy that like, was like, yo, you have some really right wing leaning thoughts, but you hang with us strong all the time. And, like, they don't really hide it. They're just like, yeah, but I like hanging out with y'all. I'm having more fun over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have, like, two or three Which supports homies. here. Democratic sex parties are better. Abs, theory. abs. And comedy shows better. Theory. Right. Exactly. And so, like, I have two or three homies that they're like, oh, I'm a hip-hop DJ. But I have all these really Trumpy kind of feelings. You know, but... They don't generally say them out loud unless you're like, bro, come on. You really think they're anyway? And then they'll be like, yeah, I stand by my shit, you know, but I actually like hanging out with you guys better. You know what I mean? Like, I have a few of those. So I, I have to imagine there has to be, you know, at least a few of those on the other side, mm -hmm. right? No? No, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. That, that, that was my thought. I mean, we're close to the end. Do you guys have anything to say? Maybe, uh, that is ballsy that Matt Gates uh, is under investigation for fucking as a hepophile. I don't understand how none of that mattered. You know, like there's a lot of Republican stories where you're like, over. they're not going to care. That one, they didn't care. Well, but you I know, if over. the Windsor family can smoke crack out of Fabergé eggs, he has a chance. First of all, I don't get the reference, but guess what? I'm super into the previous episode. Did they do that, dude? Like, we Prince, we Prince went Harry. Down that road. See, that's how fucking hardcore this show is. Um, we keep copious notes. The Office of Cherry Lunchington does keep copious notes, but what I'm saying is, uh, if you do to smoke crack out of a fucking Fabergé egg, that's the illest shit that you can do, and I don't give a fuck what 
side. There's not a jury in the world that would convict you for that. Oh, my God. You know what? (laughs) Yo, guess what? Like, if you did it, guess what? You're on it. Guilty. I fucking dare you. I plead guilty. What now? What now? Party at my house. I did. Yo, party over here. Here. Yo, you're on it. I plead, wave your hands in the air. Like, you just don't motherfucking care. You have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario because, uh, you know, we are with the offices of Cherry Lunchington, the incomparable birthday girl, the Fabergé egg full of crack herself, and uh, the man we cannot do without, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Adam Who's Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums. We totally did not mention that um, Bannon got guilty for contempt of Congress. Don't worry, we will once he gets sentenced. Yeah, and there's no Mango Mussolini to pardon him this time. And the vice, ooh, that was God, Mango Mussolini. Uh, and uh, the vice count, Dirty Finger. I am your host, the Archduke Depeche Mode von Luftballons, aka the Falmouth Jerk, Fallio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Boulevard Thunderguard, Elon Muscular. The subwoofer drug pusher, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And uh, a big shout out to Subbery Plath, aka a pimp named Thickmint. Uh, yeah, buddy, you've been rocking with the worst. Because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. This is the worst case scenario. Musical composers often use dissonance to suggest a state of restlessness, rambling, unharmonious events, discords.